Welcome to the, I'll just press record, welcome to this uh, workshop on leadership. <laughs> Alright, who's under, who's 15 and below be happy to pray for the day, for this morning? Yes? Thanks, Hannah. Great. Um, Lord Jesus, I thank you for um, this wonderful day that is to come and I thank mm. you for um, the great start to this day mm. um, and I pray that you um, bless this worship in particular and that we'll um, be able to listen and pay attention and really get a lot out of what Matt is saying and I pray that you'll speak your word through Matt mm. um, and that um, really important things and for us to take away. Mm. Amen. Thank you. All right, what I'd like you to do is, is uh, write the word. So you're ready. This is, we're going to do a little spider diagram to start off with. And I want you to write the word either, come in, Sandy, write, write the word dream or idea it's in the middle of a page or somewhere. So dream or idea, whichever one you kind of prefer. If you don't like dreams, like ideas better. And put a circle around it. Do you call them spider diagrams anymore? What are they called? Mind mapping, brainstorms, bits of paper. And um, what I want you to do is I'm going to give you 30 seconds. And what are some ideas you have? What are some dreams you have? What are some... Things you'd like to see happen. Ready? Uh, go. Give you a little moment. Just gonna get a whiteboard light. Dreams or ideas? Something you'd love to see happen. Alright. Um, now I'd like I'd like you to write um, something in your uh, group at school or work or uni or uh, sport, some, anyway, some kind of group you're in, what's something uh, that needs to happen with this group that you're in? What's something you just know, something that needs to happen, an idea for this group that you belong to that it just needs to, it needs to move and do something and change and go somewhere. So like while you're thinking, what the heck is he talking about? Um, one idea could be if I pick a group in my life like um, some friends who don't know Jesus an idea would be to start for me would be I need to start having some barbecues to just just to hang out with them a lot more and, and talk and you know talk about life um, because I'm not doing that at the moment so that's that's a one thought so think of a group What's something, what's an idea, you're not going to share it out loud, but just give you like 30 seconds to wonder about what you could do with it. <coughs> or you could think about your youth group or your church or um, at school. What's just an idea, something that needs to happen with them to move them forward?
All right, now, fair enough if you like, I, I don't know, and I'm going to try and help you in this workshop with things like this and with people. So let's come to Nehemiah, and who would be happy to read out loud with excitement, but not too much, uh, chapter 1, verse 1 to verse, uh, end of verse 4. So four verses, who'd be happy? Uh, Kim? Okay, here we go. Um, words of Nehemiah, son of... In the months of Kesler, in the 20th year, while I was in the citadel of Susa, Hanani, one of my brothers, came from Judah with some other men, and I questioned them about the Jewish remnants that survived the exile, and also about Jerusalem. They said to me, those who survived the exile and are back in the province are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and its gates have been burned with fire. When I heard these things, I sat down and wept. For some, for some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the Lord of heaven. Mm. Okay, so just to give you a really quick understanding, imagine Australia being invaded and absolutely like houses and our cities um, decimated, like absolutely wiped. And then imagine whoever survived that being taken to New Zealand, and everyone's like, happy. Um, who's going to New Zealand? Or maybe you're not. Okay, anyway. And then imagine you're in New Zealand, and you really loved back home in Australia, but it's absolutely wiped. And this is what's happened for Nehemiah. He, his city, Jerusalem, has been absolutely <coughs> smashed in a war. And now he's, he's somewhere else. He's got a different job. Um, well, he's in Babylon. And he is asking his brother, as we've just heard, how's Jerusalem? And it upsets him that what was meant to be this amazing place for God and, and, and a beautiful place, it's wiped. And what did he do? He, he wept. What, what do you now, don't, 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 no, I'll just say it. What do you <coughs> weep about? Now, you might be like, dude, I don't cry. Um, what do you, what makes you upset? What, what gets your heart? Is it seeing a friend um, just um, angry and, and lost and, and, and hurting themselves? Is, is it that? Uh, is it uh, a group in your school that are just, um, you know, far away from God? Is it that your church, whom we love, is it just really in Struggle Street? And it's just really... Look, what is it that gets you upset? I want you to, This is going to be a talking one with one another. Uh, so can you t- turn around and make sure someone is talk- with someone? And what is it that gets to you? What is it gets you? Is it the poor... Uh, I don't want to do too many because I don't want you. I want you to think. What what is it that gets to you? And don't be like oh, embarrassed about it. Um, say what what is it that upsets you? Go go talk talk.
Okay, would anyone be happy to share, and this just encourages and expands our thinking, to share, um, like briefly, even in one word, what's something that upsets, gets to you? What, what's that, what are some I, examples? Bullying. Sorry? Bullying. Bullying, yes, 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 yes. Yep. What else? The people at my work that don't know Christ. Yep, people who don't know the Lord, yep. What else? When young people aren't allowed to express themselves. Yep, great. Yep, what else? I feel that in church, but also non-Christians as well, that, that especially if they've been in church for a long time, that they're living in bondage, so they don't know the full, not that any of us really do, but... The yeah, full story of freedom. Living, yeah. 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 But even though they've possibly been in church all their life. Yes, mm. yeah, yes. Mm. Yep. What else? Um, unexpressed potential and just also recognising that there's a block, like how to get that wall down. Yeah. Communicate the picture. Yeah. yeah. Good. One more? Um, seeing people who think that they've experienced Jesus fully and then watching them fall away just because they think that like that's done and like that's not for them or whatever, especially if they're close to you and just seeing that they just don't realise the importance of it or like the yeah. power of it anymore. Yeah, good. Okay, now, are you ready? For anyone who's at Christmas and Uncle Bob says, what are you doing with your life? And you go, oh, nothing. <coughs> or, you know, what are you excited about? Nothing. Do you know that old video clip of the boy and that's a song and the guy goes... He asks him questions and he goes, no, no, nothing, yeah. You know that one? That's so true. Anyway, what you just talked about, about what you're upset about, welcome to the next 12 months of your life, right? You just came up with an idea. You've just come up with something to do. So let's, let's, let's pick on bullying, no pun intended. <laughs> wow, this is hard. All right. Yeah, thanks, Disney. <laughs> right, so, bullying gets to you. If that's something that gets to you and it upsets you, well, this is something you're going to do something about, aren't you? 
There's something you can... So what you could do, you could write a book, thank you, you could do a website, you could run a course, you could just get three friends together and write a song, you could do a rap, you could, you could communicate something to help people who are suffering from bullying. Wouldn't that be great? So when Uncle Bob says, what are you doing with your life? You go, I'm doing something about bullying, Uncle Bob, what are you doing? <laughs> hey? Right? What about, so, um, all our stories are different, but just if I'll just share a little bit of mine, like a little bit, only for you to think about where, what your story is at the moment. All I was interested in when I was 15 was, um, was drums, surfing, sport, and, 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 a, and a bit of Jesus. Uh, I really liked Jesus, but I didn't become a Christian till I was 15 through trying to uh, invite a friend to know Jesus. <laughs> and when they became a Christian, I went, whoops, I, better, I would like to too. And so when I became a Christian, what grabbed my heart was I've always grown up in a small youth group. I'm, I'm, I'm in a church today that's small, which is lovely. And so I've just always been around in small groups and what gets to me is that there are thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people who don't know the Lord. That's what grabs me. It doesn't have to grab you. I mean, it all grabs us together as his church. But particularly for me, so what I did is I put together a really bad rock band. Um, it sounded terrible. And we went to youth groups and we played really bad cover songs. And then someone gave a pretty ordinary talk about Jesus. I mean, Jesus is great, but the presentation wasn't excellent <laughs> because we were learning. But I was really enjoying myself. And we want you to enjoy your life now. And how you can switch into enjoying your life is to answer this question. What upsets me? What do I care about? And then you devise... A plan. Not to be boring with you, but if you're like, oh, plan, oh, goodness me. Well, I can scrub out plan and we can just say, come on, how do you want to do this? Oh, okay, can I do anything? Well, probably. Why don't we just find out? And you, you get engaged with, with what's upsetting you. You devise a plan and it might not work. I've done loads of things that didn't work. And why I do this for didn't work is that anything we do with Jesus always has fruit. It might not have been the fruit that I wanted. How can I say that? Because in the Bible, uh, everything, nothing I do is in vain with the Lord. That's, it's a Bible verse. And I can't remember where it's from, but um, it's there. Just do vain Google Jesus. Um, sorry, that wasn't a good word. But... I used to think, and this is, I used to think leadership was about painting an idea to you that would excite you, but there's a guy in my life called Uncle Bill Hybels, and he leads a, a, a rather larger church in America, but he's a brilliant leader, and so I highly recommend to you YouTube, Bill Hybels Leadership, and there's a hundred talks, and he's brilliant. He's old, but he's brilliant. And what he says, whatever you care about... What he wants you to do is to say all the reasons, say all the reasons why, why we can't stay here. Can't stay here. 
I used to think leadership was about painting a picture of you know, something really amazing, but what I find with that is if I do that with you, you'll go, it'll never happen. So you won't budge. But if I say to you, so let's pick on, um, I'm leading a, a smaller youth group, say I've got three people. And I say, one day we're gonna be a hundred. And you're like, yeah, I've heard that before. Great, we'll go to Waterworks, we'll do putt-putt, we'll do a, you know, a worship night and nothing will happen, right? And it's like, that's not very motivating. But if I say to you instead, guys, the four of us, this is a great group. And you go, yep, it is, because you really like one another. And say, but you know what? We can't let the other 500 young people in that high school not even hear about the message of Jesus. We can't, that can't, we can't let it happen. And you would go, yeah, we can't let that happen. And we can't just every week not care about them. And you go, yeah, we can't. And say, so, well, has anyone got an idea? And someone says, yeah, let's do putt-putt. And we go and we do putt-putt. And the complete motivation has changed. So rather than trying to build something that's big and exciting and, and makes you feel better, scrap that and go, we can't let these guys not hear about Jesus. Something's got to happen. And then watch people go, yeah, something's got to happen. Yeah. Because we don't like, like if your bedroom stinks from bananas and peanut butter and you know, things are mouldy underneath and you don't do your washing. You can't stay like that. And mum and dad can say as much as you want, you know, they could show you a photo of an Ikea bedroom and you'd go, don't want it. And, and that's, it's, it's, it's just so true that it, it, that just does not work. But if, you sh if I showed you a picture of like basically the demon of peanut butter is gonna occur, and in your bedroom, if you leave it there, you'd be like, oh, oh I better do something about this, <laughs> right? A apparently with cleaning teeth, you don't show pictures of bad teeth. Um, sorry, no, it was the other way around. So you don't show pictures of really shiny teeth because people go, it's, no, it's just not going to happen. You show them pictures of what's going to happen if you don't do anything about it. Yeah? So... Come back to this. What do you care about? Could you, could you, does anyone need to do a little bit more work on this one because you're not quite sure? Could you say? Does anyone need to, you're not quite sure what you care about? Does anyone need a little bit more work? Um, could I then ask, could we just literally have another two minutes and more so say with this then, well, what are the reasons we can't stay in this position of bullying or people not knowing about Jesus? What, what are the reasons we can't stay like this. What are the reasons? Can I give you two minutes to either do, what are the reasons why you can't stay in this position? Or that just now we've talked a little bit more, you might be like, oh, okay, well, what I actually care about is this. I, I care about that. Is that all right? And then we're gonna move on from there. Go, two minutes, you can chat it out if that helps you talk or, or write. What do I care about? Or if you're ready to go, what are the reasons why I can't stay in that position? Reasons. Come on, come on. Life changing moments are going to happen.
Okay, let's stand up, stretch, punch the person on your left or right. Come on, stretch, come and push those muscles. Meg, tell us how to stretch. Oh, we're going down? Oh, no. Okay. Well done. Can you feel the blood again? <laughs> All right. What did Nehemiah care about, people? What did he care about? The wall of Jerusalem, the city. And what did that, what, was it about bricks? No, what was it about? God's presence, God's name, God's looking really lame. Who wants Jesus to look lame in Australia? Huh? Yeah. Who? None of us do, do we? No. None of us do. Let's do something about it. I think we are doing something about it. Yeah. All right. What's What's your idea? I really want it, There's two things I want you to really achieve this morning. I really want you to nail this because if you don't nail this, you're going to be bored. Uh, Fuzz Kiddo, who's got a really big beard, who's my boss, with Carol and his wife, he says the problem in Australia is not for boredom. The problem is not that you don't have resources. It's just that you don't know your purpose. So you got Xboxes, you got money, you got phone, you got you got everything, guys, pretty much. Yeah? Don't you? And you're still... I'm not saying you. We are still bored. So the answer to boredom is not money to buy something. The answer is answering this. And that comes from with God saying, God, I'd love to know what upsets you and upsets me and something to care about. You see, last night, Soul Justice got up and shared about that. And some of you would have gone, oh, yeah, oh, for sure. And some of you would have gone, yeah, that's good. That's good for you. It just... you know, good on you, and I agree, but I'm not going to probably do anything, right? And that's okay. No, it's not okay. This, I think we should all be doing something about the poor in, in one kind of way or another. But that might not be the thing. Or I say, let's grow our youth group. And you go, yeah, um, I think that's good, but it's still not me. And the thing is that you are uniquely made, and you've got to find the unique thing for you because you care about something that upsets you. And then we work out a plan, we come up with the reasons why we can't stay in this position, and then you watch what happens to you and your group, and out of that comes 
uh, the full loop to this. The ideas flow. Because once you say we can't do, we can't stay small, we can't let people go to hell, I'm picking on the, the small youth group idea, uh, we can't let this high school hijack uh, our young people with not hearing about Jesus, we've got to do something about it. You come up with all these ideas. Okay? Yep. Is that help? I, I, don't, it, I hope that's helpful. I, should, yeah. I shouldn't ask because I don't know what to do if you say no. Um, but that's that's how you answer Uncle Bob and smack him out of the ballpark with like buddy I've got an idea because you've paid attention to something that you care about with God something that upsets you like Nehemiah then what Nehemiah does so ready we're going to go now to people okay because it's one thing to have an idea and then you've got to do something about people I'll use this word over here so, um, leadership's funny. People, um, not everyone wants to be a leader, I don't think, at the moment, because they just don't want to do anything. Yeah. Heaps prefer just to watch other people's life. <coughs> yes? Isn't that what social media pretty much is? Come on. It's pretty much watching how someone else lives. Yeah. And you either feel depressed after it, or you feel like, or you feel competitive, and go, oh, I'm going to smack that picture out of the park with my one. You just wait, right? Drew's going to take a video, and can we all like lean in to, and just looking really, oh man, that is an amazing point. <laughs> and then I'll say three, and then you just go, no way, and just disagree with me. Would that be okay? Is that all right? So Drew's going to say, go. You lean in and go. Good point, buddy. <laughs> and then I'll say three, and then it's like, that is so wrong. Ready? Hold on. You've always got to hold on with the you know this, man. It's true. Okay, I'm ready. Ready? So lean in. Come on. Come on, come on. Really lean in. <laughs> and one, two, three! One of the reasons why uh, people don't want to follow their ideas, one of the reasons why is you've got to deal with these guys. It just ruins everything. <laughs> Creation was perfect. Um, have I got a control freak in the room? So if you're going to, and it's quite okay to admit it, it's actually better if you do, if you, if you have this, um, because you really struggle with these guys because you heaps prefer to do it by your self. Right? Yeah. Now, I've had really, I hope this is okay to say, I've had um, really lovely comments this week that, and, um, and I hope it has been your experience, that, that there's about 50 people on team here this week, and they're doing a great job. It's running really smoothly, they're friendly, they're nice, um, but they come with a lot of coffees. <laughs> like the amount of coffees I and Anna and others need to pull off in order to, and I'm saying this, like I love it. So I love, I love people 
and you can't be a leader if you don't like people. If you don't like people, go back to computers because they are way better and easier to work with. You know, aren't they? Yes, you don't like it, you buy a new one, right? So, people, are you ready? I want you to write down what's the cost of working with people. Give me, write three, three thoughts, <coughs> and just if you like, what do you mean? What I mean is, um, if you're gonna work with people, they're gonna cost you time. <laughs> and I'll give you one more, they're gonna give you conflict. Because they're gonna say, your idea is rubbish. And my idea is gonna beat you. Anyway, what's what what are some other costs? If you prefer to talk, talk or write, what are some other costs that come with, with people in leadership? Energy. Energy. Energy? Oh okay, we're gonna do group. Yep, what else? Things happen more. Disappointment. Yep. What things happen more slowly. Oh, things happen a lot more slowly. Uh, just a funny one on that. When I was a youth pastor, we had pews in my church. And um, and I wanted to get rid of them and put in chairs because pews are just too hard to move every week. And I used to pay, um, I hope this is okay with fair trading, I used to pay some teenagers hot chips to basically move pews every Sunday <coughs> to make the room more fun. Anyway, um, and it took 15 <coughs> months from the time that the idea came up with the elders in the church, 15 months, I had, we had to put notices on the front door of the church and give people a chance for six months, <coughs> three months, to object, just for one idea of moving that one horrible. <coughs> that, that nearly killed me. Anyway. <coughs> All right, there's a cost that comes with people, so I'm just going to ask you straight out, are you happy to pay it? Are you happy to pay the cost? Nehemiah... Um, I'm going to paraphrase now with, 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 the, with his um, journey in the Bible. He, he has some real hassles with people. Um, people start saying, there's no way we're going to do this. We're going to get beaten by the enemy. And like literally, the opposing enemy is right next door to them. They're going to come and kill us. I'm not touching the wall. Get lost. I'm just going to stay in what I know. Even though it's rubbish, I'm going to stay in that because I know it. And you can see that with a lot of your mates, can't you? They don't think that their life can change, so they're just going to, even though it's rubbish, they're going to stay in it. Yes? But you know there's something better for them. And so, with people, it comes back to this um, motivating question. <coughs> and at one stage in the building of the wall with Nehemiah, he has to say to them, all right, it is a reality that we might die. It actually is a reality that we might die. So in one hand, would you get a spear? And the other hand, because they were building a wall, would you get a, you know, a trowel, like that triangle thing that you scoop the cement on and flick it on the brick? You get one, a trowel and a spear, because you're going to need both. And he got people positioned to blow trumpets, to motivate. Music motivates, doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. And that's why, like in the projects yesterday, intentionally we said, put on music. It lives... Teenagers and young adults are so driven by music, aren't we? Mm -hmm. I am, and I'm not one anymore. Um, 
So, motivating is a massive thing with people and you, it, it is exhausting motivating people. It's exhausting. I don't know if you've been on a school, if at school, if those are at school, if you're on one of those SRC groups or, and you've got to motivate people to bring two bucks, you know, for Mufti Day. And it's just exhausting telling people to do something really simple. Um, but you, you said I'm going to count the cost and I'm going to motivate people. Um, I want to bring up this word super quick because I hope it's not a major thing in your life yet, but it's coming your way. And that's conflict, um, arguments, um, people going, no, nah, and I don't like you. And th they come on the team and then it doesn't go well and, and how do I deal with this? Now guys, there are courses and there are books and I've read them and I go to them because conflict comes up heaps when you're leading people because you upset people, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, even, you know, people come up to me this week and say, would you mind if I share a story? And I'm like, oh, man, there are just too many stories going, like, and, I'm, and I've got to be in charge of the time and people are getting tired. And, and, but I don't want to not you do your story. But, but, you know, I upset people by saying no. You know, and I don't like it. I'd rather, yeah, let's just keep going. It's midnight. Let's do another one. You know, just to fit, because I'm, I can be a people... Are you a people pleaser? Oh, you don't have to be. Um, but so just quickly, with people, you're going to have to learn how to do this. What do you like with your folks on conflict? Because I'll just give you a little quick tip. What you do with them is pretty much what you're going to do with your mates, and it's pretty much what you're going to do for the next uh, run of your life unless you do something about it. So if you avoid it, um, if you you know if you avoid it, you're going to keep <coughs> avoiding it. If you're a if you're a if you're a um, a, a rhinoceros, you guys, you, what you start now, you're pretty much going to continue with. And so, if it's not good and you don't like it, talk and and say, I don't feel like I do conflict well with you. And you talk and you bring it out in the open and you learn how to do conflict well because people bring that up. Alright, um, so let's, that was a bit depressing. So let's do something a lot more fun and that is, um, uh, how do I say this, um, I, I don't know how to say it quickly, bringing them out. Now what I mean is one of the greatest pleasures in being a leader is that you come up with an idea and then you come up with roles for everyone, right? We have a little saying in Soul Survivor that we nicked from someone else called Everyone Gets to Play. And we, we recognise that everyone, it's from the Bible of course, that everyone gets to play. Um, 1 Corinthians 12, 13 and 14. And so one of the greatest things with people is bringing people, bringing them out of themselves and giving them roles. Um, and that means you definitely need an administrator in your group. And, and that is not me. But you need an administrator in your group to help bring things together and stay organised. But your role as a leader with, with motivating, dealing with conflict, counting the cost, is bringing them out. And so, I don't know if I'm going too far or too slow, but it's identifying their gifts. Okay? 
Um, one of the best things we can do as Aussies, because it's so not in our nature, is literally saying to our friends, I think you're really good at dot, dot, dot. All right, let's do a little test. Ready? Can you say to the person next to you, what are you really good at? Not, not what are they really good at, what are you really good at? And if you like, I hate this, I'll give you a different way to do it, because I understand, is what has God made me good for? So not about, not about my, that he loves me, like so he loves me, yeah? But what, 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 is, what are some things that when I, do, what, when I do it, it brings the good out in others? Um, so, I think, I think God has made me good for running a camp. Well, if you're enjoying the camp, then, then I think I'm good at that. <laughs> yes? Yes. I wasn't asking whether I was good. <laughs> kind of. Um, all right, do that with each other. Come on, what, is, what do you think God has made, you know... When you do something, it brings the good out in someone else. Go, come on. Was that awkward? Was it embarrassing? Did you enjoy it? Okay, well, for some of us, it is awkward saying to someone else in the room, you're really good at, for some of us, it's really deflating saying it because no one says it to me. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, do you, you know, leadership is a lonely place, but only if you want to make it lonely. Uncle Bill says that, and I really agree with him, because some, some leaders, real, pastors, youth pastors, just leaders, they feel alone, because everything they do in their life is for others. And one, once, I don't know if any of you feel called to lead a church or lead youth group one day, but... Um, pretty much, if you don't watch yourself, your life is your job. And it's not good, because your life is not your job. Hmm? You've you got a life without your job. But it's hard. Um, so, what I'd love to finish on with, with people, you've got to love people. You'll have a love-hate relationship with them. <laughs> but the last one with these guys, and this is where we're finishing, <coughs> is staying on track. So in leading a camp, it's Friday, it's day four out of five. Um, we could really go off course today if I wanted to. You know, people could revolt. People could, I'm not going to projects, blow that, right? 
and they go, people go, I'm not going on the bus, or I'm not going to the, to the um, girls for days, or Watoda, I'm not doing it. And it's, if I drop the ball, and if you drop the ball on the thing that you care about, the idea, it will, it'll go down. Um, Uncle Bill says, everything rises and falls on whether you lead. Everything rises and falls on whether you lead. Now you can, one thing about us, what you'll find out is you come up with an idea and you get excited for about three hours. And then the reality kicks in on your idea. You need to raise money for it. You need to get prayer for it. Um, spiritual warfare kicks in. The devil's going, no way, you're not doing that. As if you could do that idea. Who do you think you are? And that's exactly what happened to Nehemiah. And it came through people. You know, often the devil um, can use people to put us down. To say, and you know, can I, and can I ask you to, to, to be attackive in this? That... One of the biggest ways that Aussies really deflate one another is with silence. And what I mean by that is you could sit at the campsite and one of you says, I'm going to start a rock band. And the other eight of you go... <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and so the person who just had the idea is like, I knew it. That was a dumb idea. So could I ask you to be un-Australian and attack that, that, depre that depressive moment and go, what are you going to call it? And they go, I don't know. You say, do you want to come up with some ideas? Really? Yes. Oh, good. Uh, what songs are you going to do? What rap? Is it rap? I hate rap, but do you want to do rap? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't about me. This is about, this is, you've got an idea. I don't have to love your idea to help you and to be in your team. I can be in your team and not love your idea. Yes? I can serve you. And then this person goes, this could really happen, could it? Yes, you drongo. Let's do this. Let's, let's leave Soul Survivor now and start it. Let's just sign out before we go. <laughs> Tell the office. So the biggest thing with staying on track is encouragement. And um, you are just gonna get ha you're just going to have to get used to the reality that as an encourager, you're probably going to find... A lot of people don't give it back. Welcome to the club. Just welcome to the club. You're doing a good job. Oh, it's thank a, you. It's a good seminar. It's a good camp. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, guys, this is where we're going to finish. Is while it all feels like hard work, the Holy Spirit—it's God's idea in you. God's upset you about something. Yes, Nehemiah came from God. Dreams and ideas. God upsets me about something to care about. And, and these are the reasons why God's going, why, why would we not want to tell people about Jesus? I, I don't get it. And you come, you go, and you know, you, in your little group of eight, you're like, yeah, why would we stay like this? That's silly. Not, not that eight of us are silly, but that we wouldn't do anything about it. And, and you watch what happens. Yes? And then you work with these guys. You're going to love them. You're going to want some space from them. You can do both. I get my space next week. Um, but I love, I love people.
So again, with, with leadership, if you don't like these guys, if you don't like working with people, either, either get some help uh, or just go, okay, well maybe it's not me. And that's fine. It's absolutely fine. I always wanted to be a worship leader and I worked out, oh, no, I'm not one the way I thought I was. But I love working with them. You know? Amen. Oh, we can have seven minute early, mate. Does anyone, uh, what we're going to do is, I, someone's going to say a prayer to finish. I'm going to sit here. I don't mind if you just don't say anything. Uh, but if anyone wants to uh, talk about anything, very happy to. Is that cool, Bananas? What I'm doing is I'm not checking my text. I'm pressing stop on that.